welcome back to our podcast. Sorry it's been a while. Yeah, apologies I was for the long busy wait. busy and... I was also busy. Clay was busy. <laughs> All of the busies. Well, you were doing driver's ed, so... I've been doing driver's ed. Let me tell you, it's a pain. <laughs> I should say, it was a pain if you had to cram 20 plus hours of it over a weekend. Mm. So, you know, that was fun. Kind of stressful. But... I'm essentially done, and I'm scoring at 90% right now. And you have to score, I think it's 80 or higher to pass your driver's test. Right. Which, to be fair, I will have to retain this information for almost two months. Just keep studying. No problem. It'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be fun. But today we're going to do something a little bit different. I, I don't know if any of you guys have ever watched the show or heard about it. It's called NCIS. NCIS. And I could probably sing the theme song if I tried hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is an actual theme song. It's like the intro music? Whatever. I don't know. Continue. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, ooh, maybe we can play that for, like, the outro of the episode. <gasps> we should totally do that. Oh, yeah. So for those of you that are NCIS fans or you really like the show or... Even if you haven't watched any of it, we're playing a game, and it's based off of the show, and you can enjoy us attempt to solve a pretend mystery. Yeah. And it's really fun. It is. It's it's a very fun game. And really, anything that really gets your brain moving, I would consider fun. Yeah. Um, because luck is never in my favor. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or money games. I'm okay at money games. I'm not. <laughs> We've discovered that from the multiple times we've played <laughs> Life and Monopoly and Payday and... Literally anything that has any anything to do with any form of money system, I instantaneously lose at. It's still fun, but I instantaneously lose at it. I would make a really bad real estate agent. Financial advisor, all... Banker. All <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Accountant. Yeah. One thing that you guys should know about these episodes, these are not actual episodes from the show. Yeah. It's just like an episode that someone created, and basically the whole gist of it is we read like a plot twist card, that's what it's called, and yeah. it tells us like the basic scenario of what's it going gives, on. It's like, it, so the, the first one reads off like, it starts the story. And then the second one, it gives you just a little bit more insight of it. Mm-hmm. And and you get four rounds. So there's, like, the fourth plot twist. So you would read that. You read through all the clues or whatever that you've picked up. And then you move on to the next plot twist. And so on and so forth. Right. And the goal is basically discover who committed the murder. These are all murders. So it's... Are you sure? Well, all, all the episodes <laughs> we've done are murders. So unless this one's randomly different... Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. All right, so. But the the one thing thing that I've discovered about this game that's kind of almost cliche is it goes off a lot of, like, physical evidence. Yeah. Instead of just, like, you know, like, what could be. It's like, okay, if you found this, then it's obviously this person, even Mm -hmm. though there's a slight chance it couldn't be, therefore it is. And I think that's been our downfall with the ones that we failed, is we just started overthinking Mm -hmm. it all too much. Right. To be fair, I think we only failed, like, what, two only two, two, yeah. I think, yeah. But I think we had it at, down to the point where it was like one person versus the actual murderer, right? And we chose the wrong person. The wrong person. <laughs> but I think most so of the time, so far we're we've close. never eliminated the murderer from the beginning, which I think is so. I think pretty we impressive. should start, and we should uh, pick our characters because okay. for this we have these little character stands, and then you get booklets, and the booklets will have the clues or whatever that you read through. Right. Um, and then we should probably read off all of the cards and suspects yeah, and whatever yep. for our guests. So who yeah. would you... So since there's six characters that can be in play, who would you like to be? Uh, we've got Dr. Mallard, Ducky. Abby, Ziva, Abby's awesome. Tony. Tony's also awesome. McGee and Gibbs. Gibbs is also, also awesome. Yeah. So if we're going to divvy it up like fair, Abby has a lot... Um, and it would appear that Gibbs... He's got four. That's fine. Um, Yeah, it's really just Abby. Abby Otherwise, it's pretty much evenly distributed. Ziva Ziva has quite a few. Ziva's really good at having a lot of (laughs) interactions with people. So, um... Oh, no, we can just divvy it up. Do you want Abby? Sure. Okay. I would love to be Abby. Ziva is, like, my favorite character ever. Nice. 
I love her. She's so happy. She's the she's kind of kind of goth. She's the but kind she's of great. goth I want to be. Okay. I just watched this one episode recently where there was like a sniper and they were trying to figure out who was the sniper person and mm-hmm. that it ended up that the bullet that they were trying to find was inside a box of dolls in a toy oh, warehouse. Yeah. Uh-huh. And da- Abby just went through and decapitated mm-hmm. each and every doll she's and left them naked amazing. in a box. She's amazing. I love Abby. Yeah, so and Tony much. comes in. He's like, "Why are all the dolls naked?" And she's like. I was looking through them. She's, she's amazing. Like, she's, like, yeah. constantly on a caffeine high, and she's so peppy. Yes. And she's hilarious, but she dresses in, like, the most goth clothing you can imagine. It's amazing. She, she's great. That's the kind and of And she's very snarky. Oh, it's yeah, actually absolutely. funny because she and Gibbs actually get along really, really well. She's, like, well. his daughter. It's really funny. It's, it's kind of It's, like, cute. this gruff old dude with his peppy, like, goth daughter. It's amazing. It's really funny. Considering he's, like, so closed and stern with everybody else, but he's just kind of that person. He gives her kisses on the cheek. It's really cute. He slaps everyone else across the head. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and in one episode, they stole his phone, and he's like, Tony, if you ever steal my phone again, I will break your fingers. To be fair, I would probably threaten that, too. But it, it's pretty or I funny. I take your fingers. Either way, <laughs> um, don't touch the phone. Yeah, and then Kate's like, you know he loves you, right? And Tony's like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whatever you uh, say. Um, well, just on that, do you want to take the team members? And I'll take Gibbs sure. and Ducky. Sure. So you have Gibbs and Ducky. I have Tony, McGee, and Ziva. Ziva. All right. So should we start reading off the suspect and... So there's suspect so bios. okay so there's six suspects mm-hmm. and then there is a crime scene where you can find more clues and there is HQ where you can find clues. So mostly about like the body autopsy right. and stuff like that. Right. Uh huh. So our first suspect is Polly Hansen. She. Oh wait. Should we read these after we read the plot twist so we get a grasp for who the victim is? Mm, I think and we should do happened. it before, probably just because then oh, as we get on rabbit trails, and then we never actually explain who <laughs> on <people> rabbit are. <laughs> trails. <laughs> well, we never actually end up explaining who the people are. We just kind of Start end up reading it to ourselves. Yeah. So Polly Hansen, campaign operative twenty four, right. rising star in politics, Carl, re, reneged. Reneged. Is that a name? Oh. Carl reneged on making her chief of staff after election. So, some Very kind of pretty political. blonde. Very pretty blonde. Could be an affair thing. I don't know. Who knows? Always suspect affairs, people. Yep. Always. Mm-hmm. It all, it's just... Either money or affair. Money or affair. Pretty much the I was going to say something else, but then I was like, I should probably not say that. <laughs> but, keep you know, this, those are the two main keep this components to anything, I think. Yeah. Pretty much. And then we have Randy Logan. He is a fellow Navy reservist, Carl's commanding officer, socially awkward, and holds a grudge against Carl. Mm. Who's Carl? Is that the suspect? I'm guessing that's the victim. Mm-hmm. Not suspect and victim. It's kind of a creepy bald dude. Yeah, he kind of looks like... Kind if of you were to imagine one, pan- one Punch Man in real life, it's kind of him, but with, like, no eyebrows... He does not have eyebrows. That he is doesn't. Weird. It's weird. He just kind of has holes in his head. They just got, there's just kind of a ledge. He's literally like shiny bald. It's kind of weird. He is shiny bald. Um, and then we got another old dude, Gary Staub. What do you That's mean another you old dude? He looks like he could be like maybe 30, 35. Well, we've got another old dude. <laughs> well, why did you start with I another don't know. old dude? I don't know. Um, Gary Staub, I think that's how you say it. S-T-A-U-B. Staub. 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 Wealthy industrialist, 64, backed <laughs> Carl's campaign. Carl reneged on promises, now backing Vern Peters. Shoot, is Carl, is the, is the victim a politician? Seems that way. Politicians suck. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy is like, he kind of looks like your stereotypical he kind of does he kind of does though he does next we have axel gar he is carl baker's hatchet man dirty as they come Uh, carl owes him money lots lots and lots of money that is always an issue um brusque and arrogant hmm. great combination another bald guy he looks like he'd be latino probably yeah i don't know he's kind of glaring weird he he looks Whatever. like he looks like he wants to take your organs and sell them for college tuition. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
dear. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh, it's another pretty lady. Ooh, Felicity Baker, demanding oh. wife of Carl. Oh, of it's course. the wife. Oh dear. <laughs> Some uh, charity fundraiser distant with her husband, alcoholic. Oh, there's definitely an affair. Yep. Ugh. Raging affair and who knows what else that going hurts. on. Okay. And last, but pr- hopefully not least, uh, we have Vern Peters, scandalized local politician. Mm-hmm. Mm, everyone loves scandal. Reputation has been ruined by the victim, or Carl. I'm assuming Carl's the victim, so yeah, I'm going to start calling him that, because like. otherwise I'm going to get confused. Mm-hmm. Um, wife left him as a result. Mm. Oh, no. And he's planning a political comeback. Honestly, if I had to pinpoint one top suspect, I think it's that yeah. guy. Honest, but just generally, because I don't he has a lot more motive than anybody yeah, else definitely. at this point. At, I don't know like, what the evidence at says. At a face value, face value says he is very suspicious. Yep. All right, shall we read the first plot We list? shall read the first plot Would list. you like the honors? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Who killed Carl? 38-year-old Carl Baker, a rising congressional star, is found floating face down in his swimming pool, oh. wearing only his boxer shorts. Ooh. I knew that guy, says Abby, as soon as she hears. We were both attending Louisiana State University at the same time. Gear up, Abby, responds to Gibbs. You're coming with us. <gasps> oh, classmates. She leaves the HQ. She really leaves. Mm. Alrighty, so who should we go first? Well, let's put Ducky on the crime scene, because yep. Ducky on a crime scene is probably smart. We oh, yeah, the, and one thing I forgot to explain. Anytime you put your little character token little character there are four person. chat options for each site slash person yep and, every and they all different faces so they're in different booklets and you can get tokens uh at which if you put the right face to whatever side it's at mm-hmm. um and if you get enough tokens you can buy extra uh clues at the end yep which is very helpful because we end up going down the wrong trail <laughs> we end up going down <laughs> very wrong rabbit trail yeah. um I do want to investigate that guy. Yeah, investigate that guy. Let's very put suspicious. There. Investigate Vern. Um, should we talk to the wife? Talk to the wife would be. Yeah, smart. we should talk to the wife. And what should we do? Who else should we investigate? I think um, we should investigate her just because Polly. I should say Polly just because she's kind of like his sidekick, kind of politically. Yeah. So she'd probably know him. Um. Some, yeah, but she's also salty. True. Oh, jeez. Okay. Um. Then we've got Randy, HQ, Axel, and Gary. Well, are either of them McGee or Tony? Um. That one's McGee. McGee so let's is just on do Gary. that one. Yep. Because he's a rival or whatever, right? Yeah. And then where should we put Tony? Actually, no. Sorry, he backed his campaign, so he. Well, but see. all politicians hate each other. Come on. Yeah, it's 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 just a big competition. So should we do his commanding officer, maybe? Sure. Okay. Alrighty, Ducky on the crime scene, number two eighty four. Two hundred and eighty four. That's the clue number. All right. The team arrives poolside at the crime scene as the paramedics are getting, putting Carl on the stretcher. Flash bulbs are going off. How is it that the press always beats us here, quips McGee. Wife found him, grunts Gibbs, as he bends down to examine the body. He notices that the body is unusually pale and that there are injection marks between his toes. Mm. Send him straight to Ducky, says Gibbs. Meanwhile, Abby and Dinozo go inside to talk with the wife. <sighs> I think we should read the wife first, not gonna lie. Yeah. Just leaving off on that cliffhanger. Sounds good to me. Because huh. that just sounds awfully suspicious. Not for the wife in general, but she might know no, something. No, it's just suspicious in general. Yep. <laughs> okay, well, any murder is suspicious. Yeah. Sorry about your husband, says Abby, as she and Dinozo enter the baker's house. Felicity just snorts as she continues to pour a glass of scotch. <sighs> Dinozo and Abby exchange glances. Did, do you know of anyone who could have wished your husband harm? Asked Dinozo. Frankly, I think he killed himself, she slurs. He wasn't much of a man anymore anyway. Why do they always seem to self-destruct? Why couldn't Carl have been more like a real man like Axel? <gasps> Was the wife having an affair? Hmm. Was the wife having an affair? Hmm. I don't know what relevance that would have to anything. But maybe the affair got mad at the guy because the he was being a bad husband and decided to him. That could be a very good motive. I know, right? You hmm. never know what you're going to do for love or other things. Um, <laughs> uh, what should we do next? 
Um, let's... Should we just continue going in order, then? Yeah, let's do Polly. Already 209 Polly. for Ziva. Polly Polly. It's a very interesting name. It is. Alrighty. It makes me think of a parrot. Polly, want to cry? <laughs> Take me back, Mom, shouts Polly Hansen from the other room in her parents' house. Mm-hmm. You know how Baker is. He's just temporarily smitten by that bimbo. Just wait until he's up for re-election. He'll take me back. He never could have beaten Peters if he ha- if it hadn't been for Polly. Honey, interrupts her mother. You had better come in here. Polly's coffee mug shatters on the floor as she stands in- beside her mom in front of the TV. Oh, she is salty. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. I'm guessing that the reason she dropped her mug was the murder was on TV. So, maybe. Well, even then, it's just like... Yeah. Maybe she was having an affair with him because maybe yeah. it said it. He'll take me back. With, yeah. Right. Mm. He'll take me back. Yeah, because she says, "You know how Baker is. He's just temporarily smitten by that bimbo. Either that bimbo is his wife, or I don't know who else that would be." Well, there's no other females on the board, so unless there's someone else who just decided to not be a suspect. <laughs> right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Many interestings. Oh, and just so you guys know, this is going to be kind of a little bit out of order, because the order that we read the clues in is not necessarily chronological order. So it right. sounds like we we're kind skipping of, around. It's just We kind of just read around. Yeah. And what we are, don't know what order things happen. Right, yeah. So You always seem to find that out at the end, like, oh, we should have read that one first, or that would have been so much better to know at the beginning. Yep. Okay, that's, what is it, number 12? Yep. For Gibbs. Twelve. On Randy Gibbs. Logan. Why doesn't this surprise me? Says Randy Logan to a fellow reservist as they watch Carl's death on TV. The guy was an obvious phony all along. He never loved his country the way we do. Like I kept saying, he only joined the reserves to further his own ambitions. Fifth squeaks like that don't usually last too long. I think Carl thought of you as competition, sir, responds the other reservist. You know, the way he kept putting you down in front of others. Hmm. He was such a nice person. Yeah... Oh, well. As politicians are. Yeah. <laughs> what can you do? All right. I don't know. He seems... He didn't seem that suspicious. I mean, he just seems like a, his, like, commanding officer who's like, yeah. you know what, he didn't really deserve to be where he was, so, mm-hmm. you know. I don't really see him as too suspicious yet. Right. We'll see how that turns out. Um, should we read the... Do we read the crime scene? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Okay. I never moved that thing. Little token. All right, let's read on Gary Staub. 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 All right, it's McGee 151. There's this one German kid I know, and he would be so offended if we were not pronouncing that correctly. I don't know. I'm not. I don't, I don't know how to German, pronounce it so either. I don't. But I don't like, know. I'm sorry Staub. for all the Germans out there. I'm very sorry. Yes. Apologies to the entire zero German listener. Well, I mean, I don't know if you Unless speak German or not. But like, apologies if we're mispronouncing your last name or something. <laughs> very very sorry. Alrighty, Carl was the dumbest of the bunch, mumbles Staub to himself as he watches a news report about oh, Carl's geez. death on his 70-inch TV. This guy's rich! Well, yeah, he's a politician. You know how much they get paid? A lot. Yeah. But they all seem to end up making the stupidest decisions, but Carl takes the cake. We could have made a fortune together on the federal building contract. Now I'm out at least 200 million. Oh my goodness. Why did he break his promise? I'll never understand these guys. And look at him now, Stab mumbles as he throws his Ferragamo shoe at the TV. Ferragamo shoe. I don't think it was him. No. Why would he have a motive to do anything? Uh, Unless, but very now, oh wait, did we read Vern Peters? We did not read Vern Peters. And where's the green bit for him? Um, I don't know where the green bit is. Let's use that. Yum, an America stamp. (laughs) Let's go. There we go. Okay, what is it? Vern Peters, 48 on Gibbs. 48 on Gibbs. Is there anything else I can do to help get you ready, Pastor? Asked Vern Peters as he lays out the pastor's robe. You have done more than I could ever ask, replies the pastor. Why don't you go ahead and relax in the pews and enjoy today's sermon? Vern looks out into the church with a melancholy expression. The pastor becomes somber. You are a good man, Vern. You have made right by God. Others will eventually see you as well, including your wife. Forgive eventually forgive you as well, including your wife. You'll see. Hmm. Odd. Hmm. I mean, I don't think he would confess to a murder to a pastor. No, no, no. But, like, 
but I don't think it's him yet, but I do want to see what happened. Right. We you do know? need to check out this Axel Yeah, we guy. need to check out the Axel guy. Cool Very beans. Odd. So that is the end of um, round one. Round one. So and now we kind of just knock him over, figure out who to put We just kind of decide, kind of discuss the round, see who seems most suspicious. I do think we should, like, investigate everybody, because at this point there isn't really a clear lead suspect. Yeah. I mean... They did specify that guy's shoe, which is the one thing I noticed, and I know it's going to pop up at some point later on. Right. It sounded But I don't think it's him. Yeah, it could be like a key piece of evidence though. One thing I've noticed is that when they bring up like specific things, right? Like, like this person wears scarves, and then they find scarf fibers at the crime scene. It's like, okay, it's that. Well, person that's got to be connected somehow. Right? Yeah, it's not a coincidence in the slightest. Right. Okay. Uh, I think we should go back to the crime scene for sure. Yeah. Should we read but the plot twist first? Probably. Probably. That's a good idea. Okay. Carl's dirty little secret. Uh-oh. Gibbs gets a call from the Norfolk PD sergeant. I just thought you'd like to know that we picked up a trespasser on Baker's property. It's Vern Peters, Carl Baker's old politi- political rival. Gibbs hangs up and immediately gets another call. It's Ducky with the talks results. Baker died of an overdose of heroin. Hmm. It appears that our friend had some very high skeletons in his closet, Jethro. So either... Yum. Heroin. Hmm. Okay. (laughs) Either he was forcefully given it. They were shot between his toes. Right. Why would he willingly put heroin between his toes? Beats me. That doesn't make sense to me. No, that doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. So, I think crime scene? Yeah, crime scene. Crime scene, definitely. Uh, HQ, I think. Okay, that's for Ducky. Crime scene. Ziva, and then... I do want Abby on Axel, yep. And then, I think we should do the Vern guy again. Yeah, let's do Vern again. That's Denozo. And then we have McGee and Gibbs. We should do another wife, I think. Okay. And that's not really, it doesn't really matter, because McGee or Gibbs isn't really on anything. Um, So then we have Polly, Randy, and Gary that we could investigate. Mm, I'm thinking Polly. Okay. Sounds good to me. All right, should we start with the crime scene? Yeah, sure. Go okay. ahead. Zvat, 190. Oh, we forgot the chips from last round. We got five, I believe. Yeah, that sounds about right. We need to get better at the chips. We forgot that last time, too. <laughs> yeah, and we just kind of had to guess. Mm-hmm. More or less conveniently. Well, to be fair, we're pretty good about doing the chips and whatever. Right, so. It doesn't really matter too much, I guess. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, crime scene. Ziva and McGee continued snooping around Baker's property for evidence. They find nothing. <laughs> Maybe it happened out there, suggests McGee as he points to the woods. Worth a look, says Ziva. They spread out and begin to search. Found something, shouts Ziva. McGee runs up and sees Ziva bending over burnt remains of a military uniform. As evidenced by the semi-sustained name tag and a medal. Take this to Abby, says McGee. I'll keep searching. Why would there be a burnt uniform? Well, I mean, the guy was naked. Maybe. All right. Why would he be wearing his uniform if he wasn't actually on duty? And I don't know. That's just my logic. Like maybe it's his burnt clothes or something. I don't well, know. Yes. <laughs> and maybe whoever burned it was trying to like hide mm-hmm. DNA evidence. Yeah. All right. You wanna read the Polly? Miss Polly. Alrighty. One twenty-six for McGee. One hundred and twenty-six. Alrighty. As Polly's mom lets McGee and Ziva through the door, Polly is sitting on the couch sobbing. NCIS, says McGee, we have a few questions about your recent visits to Carl on base. As we walked in, interrupted Ziva, I couldn't help but overhear you saying, this is all my fault. What do you mean by that? Carl might have become president one day, sobs Polly, but not with a wife like Felicity. I was on base trying trying futilely to convince him to leave her. I mean, that sounds like an infatuation to me. Yeah, I I don't think they were having an affair. Polly Maybe and... she wanted to and had approached right. him, but since apparently she he needed to be convinced to leave his wife, I don't think they actually did anything. No, I really don't. Well, and the, the other thing is, like, why would she s- say this is all my fault just because he had a bad wife? Right. 
I don't know. I think it needs more investigating. Oh, I agree. Alrighty. Let's go to HQ. Ducky with 275. You got that one. You got that one here fast, says Ducky as the paramedics bring in Caro's body. He must be an important one. Carl Baker, answers one of the paramedics. Some say he might have been president one day. Carl, Ducky begins his examination. No water in the lungs. He decides that Carl did not drown, so he examines the heart and concludes that Carl died of a cardiac arrest. Ducky then focuses on the multiple injection marks between his toes. Heroin. Heroin. As we discovered. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's a little bit out of order, but... Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Abby, there's Abby. What is it? Abby... 253 on Axel Gar. Axel Gar. 253. Taking Felicity's advice, Abby and Dinozo head over to have a talk with Gar at his home. NCIS, we'd like to ask you a few questions about Carl Baker. Yes, I just heard. Terrible thing. Please come in, says Gar. Abby cannot help ogling at this odd little man in his 40s with what appears to be bumps all over his face. Gar notices. Don't worry, it's not contagious, just the meds. How can I help you? Yes, any idea who might have wished Carl harm, Mr. Gar? Bumps as in heroin bumps? I don't think heroin gives you bumps. Well, it gives you, like, like acne and stuff, I think. Does it? I think so. Now I'm Googling it. <laughs> this is what we do. This if is, we don't this know, is, we Google this it. This is what my search history comprises of. <laughs> what are the side effects of heroin? <laughs> what we just We just have... Weird moments where we're like, I don't know what that is. Let's look it up. And like, oh, that's what that used for. Like, one time we had one I think it was a car. Or it was a car, and then we had another one where it was like a chemical that was being used, and Mm -hmm. it was like acidically, like, decomposing the body, and we're like, what is this chemical used for? Apparently it was shoemaking. That was interesting. I think it was leather, actually. It was leather curing. That's what it was. Yeah. My bad. Hmm. Heroin can cause a rash. I thought it could give you, like, really bad acne. Or, like, something like that. That's concerning. Um. Hmm. Face sores. Meth. Heroin. Alcohol. Because apparently alcohol. Hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm not actually going to continue reading that, because this is supposed to be PG, y'all. <laughs> but, uh, side effects. Yes, it can cause so that. Maybe um, he has heroin. Maybe, but I feel like sores is a little bit different from them. Bumps. bumps. You know, sores implies that it's like a kind of thing, you know? Right. Open. I mean, he could be like using stuff. like foundation to cover it up so it doesn't That's look not like a sore. how that works. Sores usually concave. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Kind of suspicious. Just a little Just bit. Just a little bit. Little bitty bit. Alright, let's read some on the wife. See what else she has to say. Is that me or you? That is you. It's 243 on Abby. 243. Felicity is just kind of weird at this point. She's well, she's an alcoholic. Um, <clears throat> of course I knew my husband's dirty little secret, states Felicity. And to Abby and Dinozo, everyone did. And it was an open secret. But then how did he get elected? Asked Abby. Everyone liked Carl and just kept quiet. Switching gears, they asked Car- where Carl was before he came home. He's, er, no, wait. Switching gears, they ask where Carl was before he came home. He spent the day at the Norfolk Naval Base, replies Felicity, playing pretend soldier at the time. <laughs> what was the dirty little secret again? I think it's the <clears throat> heroin. I think we missed something. We must have, but... I don't know, because it said in the, in the opening thing, his dirty little secret. So I'm... It's either an affair or heroin. Oh, you know what? Maybe his secret was heroin usage and someone <gasps> injected him unwillingly to make it look like an overdose. Well, I mean, technically you don't have to murder. make it look like an overdose. It's still an overdose. Right, but I mean, like, like he overdosed himself, not right. like someone... Well, I feel like it's suspicious that he put it through his toes. Right. You know, like... You wouldn't I do that. You'd, like, most put, people in your put it in your arm. arm or, yeah. Whatever, yeah. or, like, yeah, on your wrist or something. Not in between your toes is the point no. we're trying to make here. Right. Um, okay, so that's how many? Oh, and then we still got to do, um, oh, yeah, Vern. That would be smart. Alright, 62 for Denozzo. Denozzo. That's a fun name. Denozzo. Denozzo. He's definitely not Italian, but... No, he is. He is? Yeah. His oh. name is Anthony Denozzo. <laughs> well, I was, like, he doesn't have, like, an Italian accent, but... You don't have... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say... <laughs> 
My brain's not working today. <laughs> um, doesn't your dad have an Italian accent? Hmm? A little bit. Doesn't your dad have a little bit of an Italian accent? Or is that just my imagination? I don't know. Have you seen his... I assume you've seen episodes with his dad. I think I've seen one or two, but I don't quite remember. Anyways. Moving what was on. it? 662. What were you doing at Baker's, demands Gibbs, as he questions Vern at Norfolk PD. Just curious. You had a good reason to be more than just curious, considering how Carl ruined both your career and marriage by revealing your affair. So, Vern had an affair. Well, either way, that's not really his fault. That's more of a <laughs> you shouldn't have affairs kind, kind of, thing. of issue. <laughs> yeah, that's probably yeah. what he was talking about with the pastor in the beginning. Yeah. I blame Gar mostly for that, and where's my attorney? Gibbs calls Donoso to obtain a warrant and search Vern's house. Donoso finds his answering machine and plays back a very heated message from Gary Staub. Staub. Also, hmm. it mentioned Gar. Yeah. He Did said we... he blames Gar, Carl, and then Staub has something to do. This is very intertwined. Very much so. Hmm. One Camelot. big plot, eh? One big, nasty, dirty plot. Mm-hmm. All right. you have anything you would like to discuss, or shall we move on to the next plot twist? What I would like to know is, why are all three, Vern, Axel, and Gary, involved with each other? Because Gary. Gary left an angry message on Gary. Vern's on Vern's answering machine. Right. And Vern said he blames Gar for the affair, but he also blames Carl. So, how are... What if the affair... His affair was with his wife? Hmm. That could Or, what if he was gonna expose the wife's affair with Gar, but something went wrong, and Gar informs Carl of his affair? Uh. That could be I don't know if any of that made sense no, to that anyone, sense. but it's <laughs> very interesting theory. I just, I'm just confused with what Gary has anything to do with it. What does Gary have anything to do? What's happening? <laughs> well, we should probably check out one, huh? Yeah. Ugh. Whatever. A lot of information. A lot of information is still missing, and we should be the next plot twist. Are All right. You already got the tokens? Uh, no, I did not. All right. There's five more. Okay. What's Perfect. five? Yep, we had five. The only person that we didn't match up was... Gibbs. 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 All right. Old Gibby-poo. <laughs> While Ziva takes the burned clothes and metal to Abby for testing, uh, his search in... Well, for Abby testing, McGee continues his search inside Baker's home. He spots security cameras. Ooh. He checks the basement and finds the recorder. Immediately, he takes the VDR tape to Abby for testing. The tape's blank, says Abby an hour later, but I did find a fingerprint match for Carl's wife, Felicity. Dun, dun, dun. So she either had something to do that with the murder or That just indicates that she had an affair. Right. In my opinion. It's probably... I'm, I'm sure it's only an affair. You know? Because, like, what she said with Gar or whatever. But, like, yeah. you if you had your affair come to your house and you have video cameras, I feel like you generally wouldn't want that on the video cameras that your husband would normally check, you know? Right, yeah. That just doesn't seem very smart to me. And, or maybe her yeah. affair came to kill Carl, and she didn't want that on videotape to protect Well, if we're assuming that Gar is her affair, let's, <coughs> bless you, uh, then, like, what, they're, like, close friends or whatever? Um, Carl owed Gar money. Well, generally, you don't kill the person who owes you money because you're never going to get your money. Mm, yeah. That's how loan sharks work. They just beat the crap out of you. Right, until you pay them. Right, essentially, yeah. Yeah, I mean, let's, let's say Vern was having an affair with his wife because he did say right. that he was having an affair. So if it was Vern having an affair with Carl's wife, then that, then would, that would change it entirely. That would change it entirely. I, right. I, I wonder why she mentioned in the beginning, like, he wasn't a man, not like. Well, that's what makes Gar. me think that it's that he's the affair, right? But I, what doesn't make sense is why would she be having an affair with the man that her husband owes money? I don't know. Like, because I don't know. he's not as much, or he's more of a man than her husband. 
Clearly. <laughs> Maybe she's just like the Ugh, money type. Some people's yeah, standards. Like, look at him. Look at his bio. He's just kind of hmm. weird. <sighs> Anyways, I think we should do more on. Oh, absolutely. More on Felicity. More on Felicity. The wife. Always the suspect wife. the wife. Mm hmm. The wife is almost always a suspect. Yeah. Um. Who else should we do? Mm, Galb or Staub? Galb. Staub. 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 Uh, Vern and Peters again, I think. Vern Peters. And we should probably do more on Gar. And then, should we do another? Let's do an or HQ. Another HQ. Yeah. HQ, and then we have Ducky and McGee. Well, if we have Ducky, you want to do another crime scene? Okay. And then if we did McGee, McGee. for Randy, because or we could talk to him. You want to talk to Gar? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Sure. Let's talk to Gar. Alrighty. Alrighty. Let's do Ducky for the crime scene. Ducky crime scene. 259. 259. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Okay. Ducky calls McGee at the crime scene and informs him of Carl's heroin habit. Uh, so would you mind looking around for any... Oh, what do kids call it? Paraphernalia? Paraphernalia? Something like that. Um, Perfinella. Mickey smiles as he begins searching through the deck and desk drawers. He comes across a used needle at the bottom of a drawer, lying among residue white powder. McGee uh, bags all of the paraphernalia, and it takes it back to HQ to be examined by Abby. Just because I can't pronounce that, that reminds me of a really funny clip of the fact that Benedict Cumberbatch doesn't know how to say penguin, and he was voicing over a nature documentary how do you pronounce it uh there was penguins penguins uh pen wings uh it was there was so much stuff and he just did not he lost all semblance of knowing how to pronounce penguin that day it was hilarious nice <sighs> well let's see what abby discovered it at hq oh that's me again how much is it what is it uh 235 that'll cost you um two dollars and 35 cents for that one and a cup of heroin <laughs> I really don't think you should have any of that in the first place, but yeah, sure. you know. Okay. Ducky calls Gibbs to report his autopsy results. Based upon scrapes along his neck and the unusual position of the body due to rigor mortis, it appears Carl was killed elsewhere and then dragged to the pool. Probably to erase evidence. Surmises Ducky. Someone wanted to make it look like an OD, says Gibbs as he hangs up. Meanwhile, because that's in italics, so I get permission to pronounce it funny mm -hmm. abby reports to say that she found blood residue on the metal that ziva brought her i just don't know who's yet well we'll have to find out i think we should definitely keep going with hq because yeah that, that would be, be important <laughs> ever so mildly because <sighs> um, it could either be the victim's blood or not the, the victim's blood <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay so that's you didn't know not to know so ziva 182 on gary staub let's see if we can find gary out this mysterious staub. message he left it makes him more suspicious oh yeah your name keeps haunting my day says ziva as she confronts staub in his palatial office for example why did you visit carl baker so many times on base i'm a campaign supporter replies staub everyone knows that then why did you leave that disparaging message on Vern Peters' answering machine? Staub looks shaken. Okay, I lost faith in Carl, thinking about switching to Vern. Ziva notices blood on Staub's sleeve. <laughs> dun dun dun! Hmm. Maybe he got into a fight with somebody. Hmm. Very interesting. Don't know what that means yet. Mm. We'll have to find out. Alrighty, let's uh, investigate this Axel guy. 85. Dinozzo. Dinozzo. Whew, I'm doing a lot of reading. <laughs> Are you serious, Lapscar? Who didn't wish Carl harm? He was among the best of the backstabbers. I know, because I taught him. <laughs> Hell, I even wanted to see Carl dead. That SOB owed me half a million for services rendered, so to speak. After the campaign, it quickly became obvious that I was next to get it in the bag. Did you kill Carl? Asked Nozo slightly. <laughs> Sorry, not that stupid. What is your chance of getting my money? Yeah, see, he's more focused on the money than Carl. Like, getting right. revenge on Carl. I don't think he's the killer. Nope. But. 
I mean, he might have been having an affair with the wife, right? But she might have been having an affair with multiple people. So yeah, people like that always end up. Well, and she's an alcoholic, so I mean, what do you expect? There's not always just one affair, to be honest. Mm -mm. Even if one ends, someone another is gonna pick up. That's still you at seventy-seven for Denozzo. Our wife. Yeah, Denozzo's getting all over the place. Oh yeah. Usually he's stuck doing paperwork. He teleports. All this right. is now canonical. Dinozo can teleport. All right. That's a new one. Felicity, we have reason to believe that your husband has security cameras running 24-7, confronts Dinozo. So why was the blank tape... Why was it... Blah, why was the tape blank, and why were your fingerprints on it? Felicity remains... I think that's supposed to be numb, not mom. <laughs> it says Felicity remains mom. Eh, nope. Abby notices a hic... What? What? I'm confused. Hickey. Oh. It's like a kiss mark, bruise kind of thing oh, on your like, neck. What? I, did, I thought that was another typo. Notice is a hickey on her neck. If you won't tell us why you replaced the tape, we have a warrant to search your house. Go ahead, slurs Felicity. You will find it very clean. How drunk do you think she is? <laughs> <laughs> very. Hmm. You, let's search look in her car, says Dinozo. Abby spots a condom on the floorboard. Yum. So she was having an affair. With who is the question? Vern. <gasps> Probably, to be honest. Why, that would explain why he was on the property, though. That would explain why. I'm, honestly, I'm pretty sure that they were having an affair. And I mean, yeah. if she's drunk, of course she'd say something like that about Axel. So, right. that only makes sense. Alrighty, 27 on Gibbs for 27 Vern. on Gibbs for Van. Mm-hmm. 27. You know, that doesn't make... You know, it doesn't... You know that it doesn't look good for someone wanting to make a political comeback to plead the fifth on a murder charge, says Gibbs as he continues his interrogation of Vern. Oh, okay, <laughs> alright, I'll tell you anything you want to know. Do you want to explain the strong message left on your machine by a Gary Stow? Why, what did he say? Says Vern with the expression of a whipped puppy. Don't you know? replies Gibbs as he leans over Vern. Hmm. Suspicious. Uh, hmm. So maybe... I don't really know if I suspect anyone. Wouldn't it suck if it was Randy Logan? That would. I don't really see what motive he would have, though. Like, other than just having a grudge on him. Right, yeah. I do think we should at least do one on him. Yeah. Or one more on him before the end. But... What I, I think what ended up happening is, because Gary was saying that he was thinking about backing Vern politically, right? Right. And so maybe Vern found out that, or Gary found out that Vern was having an affair with Carl's wife, Felicity, and he's like, hey, if anyone finds out about this affair, um, your campaign's a no-go and I'm not going to back you politically. Right. So maybe that's what that message was about, because I, I really don't know. Alrighty, shall we read the plot twist? Let's read the last plot twist. The big cover-up. Don't look at me like that. After Randy Logan confesses to knowing about Carl's heroin habit, McGee and Ziva realize that the cover-up may be bigger than they thought. They leave to discuss with Gibbs, but we'll be back. I'm way ahead of you, says Gibbs to Ziva. We even know who Carl's supplier was. I think that it's time we confront her. Oh my gosh, we are so bad at this. <sighs> Wait, confront her? Yeah. Since the wife's not the seller, that makes it Polly. Yeah, so we definitely need to do something on Polly <sighs> and, and Polly okay. and Randy. We are really bad at this, guys. Really, really bad at this. We suck so much at this. What? Watch as it's Polly or something. I really don't know what... I don't know. This is just a very big mess. Alright. So, one on Polly, for sure. Right. One on Randy, for sure. We need uh, another one. Crime scene, absolutely. I'm thinking another Vern Peters. Um, should we do Vern, Felicity, Axel, Gary, or crime scene? Because we only have three left. Let's do Gary, crime scene, and Vern. Okay. Um, crime scene, Vern and Gary. Actually, that works out really well. Why? Well, because we only have one that's not matched up. Oh, sick. I'm so good at this. No, right? One, two, three, 
four or five. We didn't get the last five from the last round because, you know, we're that good at this. We're professionals now. So that means we have, what, 20 now? In theory, yes. Because we've gotten five each round. Right. Cool. Okay. Hold beans. All right, let's do the crime scene. 81 on Denozo. 81 on Denozo. All right. As McGee shouts that it's time to go, Denozo turns to Felicity to wrap up their conversation. I think I know how it is, Felicity. Lonely congressman's wife, cooped up all day, visited only by only those connected with her husband's campaign. Must be hard for you. Yes, it's often quite hard, smirks Felicity. Denozo smiles back and asks, What's your type, Felicity? What makes you happy? I like confident, powerful men, she replies. Not too much unlike yourself. Uh, just what Denozo would like to hear. Yum. Flirting. Mm-hmm. Let's go. And with Denozo, no less. That's gonna... <laughs> That is a recipe for disaster. (laughs) Just saying. It kind of is, though. Yeah. Alrighty. Ziva on 172 for Polly. 172. Oops, wrong page. What do you have against Felicity? Asks Ziva as she and McGee confront Polly at her home. Felicity was holding him back. He knew it, and she knew it. Her indiscretions were driving him to him to i mean carl was starting to spiral downwards he wasn't thinking straight anymore all he wanted all he wanted me for was the heroin uh all he (laughs) wanted me this doesn't make any sense all he wanted me for anymore was i he yeah all he wanted me for anymore that's confusing i mean he was going to end up dragging me down with him this is what felicity does to people polly sobs thank you polly we'll be back Maybe it was Felicity. Maybe his wife was selling him drugs. <laughs> How dumb does that sound? You know, that wouldn't... It wouldn't be out of reach, no. but... Like... It makes more... Like, why wouldn't she be on drugs, though? Well, that and, like, again, with, like, the owing money thing, you generally don't kill the person you need money from. Or the person right. who owes you money, because if you kill them, then you generally aren't going to get the money. Unless you're really whack and you make, like, the family pay for it, you know? Or you have spousal insurance on them. I feel like if they did, we would have found out about that by now, though. Right. Like, you took out an insurance claim for right. however many <laughs> millions of dollars or whatnot. Mm. <sighs> More drugs! Yeah. Yay! All right. Alrighty. Um, oh, wait, hang on. This is for... Mickey. <laughs> on Randy. Sorry, Claire. No, okay. I just didn't know who this turn was, so I was just like, well. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. McGee and Ziva head out to the Norfolk Naval Base to talk with Carl's commanding officer, Randy Logan. Carl and I had another argument at the last I saw him. He was late getting back from lunch, so I wrote him up. He stormed out with a strange woman. That's all I know. Do you have the Daily Manifest? asked McGee. Sure, it's right here. The manifest shows that that Carl had two recent visitors, a Polly Hansen and a Gary Staub. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. Why would... Oh, well, that makes sense. Well, because Gary, Gary is his financial backer. Right. So he was... Or is he? Or is he? He's murderer. Or is he? I think, honestly, this is getting just more and more confusing. confusing. I have no idea who it is. Me neither. Unless there's, like, one key piece of evidence, I really am going to be so stuck on this. Mm. Okay. Now it's Abby. Now it's Abby. On crime scene at, what, 221? Yep. When Gibbs begins an interrogation of Staub, Denozo takes a strand of Staub's hair to Abby. I have a hunch, he says. Right behind him enters McGee with the drug paraphernalia. 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 But there's an R there. I thought it was paraphernalia. That was paraphernalia. I don't know. Either way. One of those two. Results he found at the Baker house. An hour later, Abby reports the results. I found a DNA match for the metal. It is Staub. And then I found three sets of fingerprints on the needles. Carl's, Felicity's, and someone else that I haven't identified yet. Maybe the wife is using. Yeah. Or maybe the wife killed him. Nobody knows anymore. Right. So you said they found What if it is the wife, though? That would just be kind of weird. Well, yeah, but, like, if she's unhappy with her husband. Right. And she's an alcoholic. You never know what alcoholics are going to do. Especially True. if they're violent alcoholics. So, whose fingerprints did they find on the thing? Carl's, Felicity's, and someone else's. 
So, someone else definitely isn't Gary Stout because she already had his ID, right? Or could it be Gary Stout? I don't know. I don't know. It's confusing. Um, alright, next person. Um, Gary Staub. Let's see what he has to say. 202 on Ziva. Go fast. Go fast. Go fast! Faster! Oh my gosh. It's almost 40 minutes. Or 50 minutes, sorry. <laughs> We're so good at this. Yes. I just think we know the how and not the why yet. Continues Ziva. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. <laughs> Abby just called saying something about... Are you reading the right one? No, I'm not. Wrong one. You should read the right one, maybe. Mm, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> May I ask you to roll up your sleeve, Mr. Staub? Staub hesitates, but then complies. There is a <gasps> deep gash in Staub's right forearm. Oh, that's not I know a really good doctor who can fix you right up, says Ziva. As she reaches for her handcuffs, this Sucky. is an outrage, yells Staub. We'll see what my boss thinks, replies Ziva. Okay, look, says Staub. We had a fight over Carl's broken promises, okay? I decked him. Cut my arm on his medal, but he was fine when I left him. Sounds believable. Yeah. I mean, other than owing him money, he really doesn't have much of a motive. No. There's not an aff- He's not having an affair. He's not... Oh, or is he? <laughs> I really don't think so. <laughs> I hope not. Um, I mean, he doesn't... I, I honestly, I think, I don't think it's him. I, I just think he just wants to politically and financially invest in people. I right. really don't think he has He's much greedy. Else. He wants the money. Yep. Give him the money. 54? 54. Yep. 54 for Vern. Okay. Probably something about how much he hates Carl and loves me, I'm guessing, says Vern as he tries to explain why Staub might have left such a heated message on his machine. Staub will back anyone who supports his big projects. Carl broke his promises after being after he got elected, so Staub and I started talking about him supporting my comeback. He was at Carl's house only to watch and report why, what, I, what I saw to Staub as a return of a favor, but don't ask me why. Hmm. Interesting. Alright, so, that's the end of round four, which that means that now we can use the tokens that we've been collecting, the little yellow ones, that not that you would know what they look like, um, but we have these little yellow tokens that we've been collecting, and we can buy, we can only buy three of them, Yep. but we have enough to buy three of them, so we get three extra clues now, uh, who should we investigate, slash what should we investigate. Yeah. So, what, what do we actually learn from Vern on that last clue? He went to the house because Staub asked him to spy, essentially. Interesting. Yeah. And do we know that for a fact, or is that just what he's saying? That's what he's saying. Okay. So I'm thinking we should do another on Staub. Yes. All right, let's do another on Staub. Um, Should we do another on the wife? Because then we, there's also another crime, or um, HQ we can do. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I think I think we do the other HQ. Just okay. because there might be evidence that we... And then we have the two smoking hot babes. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, actually, we have four people that we could do. Um, but I feel like the two girls are, are only... Yeah, just because there's affairs and whatnot involved. Yeah. I really don't think it's Polly, but I could be wrong. What if we just read the HQ one and see where that yeah, leads us? Okay. Okay. Two forty-eight. Okay. Ducky notices an unusual color in the semen sample found in Felicity's car, and determines that it contains blood. A rather rare condition, says Ducky. Uh, you are looking for someone with hematospermia. How do you find this uh, gentleman? Asked Nozo. Look for someone with a tetracycline prescription. Guesses Ducky. Ooh, nasty stuff, says Abby. I've tried it once for acne. Made my skin photosensitive. <laughs> I'd break out in bumps every time I went outside. That guy. Right. But that only proves that he was having, having an affair. affair with... How many affairs are there? Too many. There's probably like three or four at this rate. Okay. Too many. How did you get three or four? Well, this guy's having an affair. That girl's having an yeah, affair. Yeah, but his affair is not in the picture, theoretically. Unless they're somehow all magically combined. I don't know. This is confusing. So, if 
Axel, which is this guy that we're talking about. The right. other guy was Vern. First guy, the, the, the bumps was Axel. So, if he was having an affair with Felicity, I really, I really don't think he would be the killer. I don't I, think either of them are. I don't. I don't know. I mean, yeah, he was having an affair with the wife. Yeah. Great, but if anything, the husband oh. would have killed him. Yeah, definitely. Okay, should we read Stalops and then we can decide what to do with the last one? Yep. What is it? 38. 38 on Gibbs. 38, Gibbs. Is that why you burned his clothes? Demands Gibbs inside the interrogation room of the HQ. Stalb looks shaken again. Exactly why did you kill him, Stalb? Look, I admit to burning his clothes, but like I said, Carl was fine when I left him. Just a sore jaw. When I returned later to resolve the issue, he was dead. I panicked, thought I'd be accused, so I removed his clothes and burned them to hide the blood. But wait, wait. I can prove it. Carl had security cameras. Which I can only assume he knew because this guy told him. But that means that I don't think it's him then. Right. Because that only makes sense. Right. I mean... It makes sense, you know? Like, I can see why you would want to do that. Right. And Just plus, because his most killers, I don't think, would panic like that. Right, and they wouldn't return... Right. If he did. And why would he bring up the security cameras? Exactly. <laughs> right, and I don't think he would have been in touch All right, with... so then our options are for the last clue, if we're eliminating both the wife... Wait a minute, wait a minute. I just had a thought. Mm-hmm. So, Felicity's fingerprints were found on the needle. On the needle, and also an unidentified fingerprint on another needle, and also Carl's. And Felicity's fingerprints were also found on the tape that was erased. Why would Felicity right. erase the tape? Because, well, again, either because the, the person she was having an affair with, she was protecting that person, mm-hmm. or because someone like, bullied her into doing it. Like, they came and said, like, if you don't erase this, I'll expose that you're having an affair with blah 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 person. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. So, my question is, why, why were her fingerprints on the tape that was erased? I don't think she has any connection with Staub, so I don't think it was him. No. And I don't think it was Polly. Do we want to do another one, Carl? I mean, we might as well. It only seems to be able to read. The notes, so 100. Exactly what were these services rendered, asked Dinozo. Destroying people's lives, of course, responds Gar quickly. <laughs> well, well, at least he's honest. Yeah. I'm a hatchet man. I sh- it should be obvious to you, guy like you. From what I understand, you did a pretty good job on Vern Peters, interjects Abby. Vern was easy, smiles Gar. He was having an affair, so we went public with it. The guy plunged 20 points. Conservative district ads, Gar. You know they love their family values. Oh, yeah. So, he's basically a political con man. Yeah. He's a political con man. (laughs) Who do you think it is? Let's just start by eliminating people. Yeah. Don't think it's Polly. I would keep Polly in. You would keep Polly in? I would keep Polly in. Because okay. it says that his drug dealer wasn't her. Right. But could it be the wife? I don't think it's the wife. Yeah. Okay. So, and let's eliminate Staub. Drugs. Yeah. Let's get rid of Staub. Do you think it's Vern? I think we should eliminate Vern. Yeah, I mean, he... Well, was actually just said he didn't seem to be having an affair with his wife, so he wouldn't right. have much motive. I mean, the only motive he had was his reputation was ruined by Carr, but that was because... Axel, or Carl hired Axel to do it. Right. So, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Our conundrum before. Um, I don't think it was Randy Logan, his commanding officer. Watch this, Randy Logan. <laughs> <laughs> or Stal, one of the ones we just eliminated first without any thought. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's either, we think, Axel Gar, Polly Hansen, or the wife, Felicity Baker. I don't think it was Gar. How come? Because... This is still my theory. Like, you don't kill someone who owes you money. You right. know, and really that's the only proof I have. Um, plus, killing your girlfriend's husband, especially for someone like him who seems a lot smarter in that area, right. that would not go well. Like, the police are going to have you as a sus- suspect. Why would that end well, you know? Yep. 
I don't know. That's my logic. I don't think he was it. So then we're down so, to the two. Uh, the, what was the what was the adjectives I used before? Hot babes. Hot babes. <laughs> uh, what what I would. So I think what we need to do is just kind of like walk through how the murder could have happened and who would have the motive and means to do it. Like, right. so the person that did it would have known that he had a heroin addiction. Right. To frame it to make it look like which if Polly was the dealer mm-hmm. that would make sense right and the wife would just know because you can't really hide a heroin addiction from someone you live with right <laughs> i mean so, you could but after a while it would just it not. would show up yeah and they would have to know about his addiction they would also have to know about uh, they would have to know like the the people to frame you know right. and they would have to know how to cover it up mm mm-hmm. So obviously, whoever to me that sounds was, like the wife, right? Yeah, because her fingerprints were on the the tape and the needle and the needle, but there was also an unidentified fingerprint. But we never learned whose that was. Mm-hmm. So maybe the wife was the supplier. Do you think that would be possible? Maybe, but hmm. maybe it's her boyfriend. Who actually has the money, but then she was giving her husband the heroin. True. And my thing is, like, how do you hold someone down to inject heroin between well, I mean, their toes? if they were already high. Like, if he had already had, the, like, heroin in his system, yeah. and they just put more in. Between his toes, though, like, that's kind of hard to do. That's Especially fair. since he was wearing all his clothes. Yeah. I mean, he didn't say anything about shoes or socks being on. Well, yeah, because he was naked when they were when he was in the pool. Right, but I mean, like, they didn't say that they found shoes or socks. Yeah, because a smart person would hide them. True. That, I think it probably is the wife at this point. Okay. What you do you think? I can roll with the wife. Shall we read the solution? We shall read the solution. Just hope we're right. We weren't. Oh, no. It was Axel Gar! Oh. Okay. Asugar was being honest with the nozzle when he said, even I wanted to see Carl dead. His political training had taught Axel that it is often best to hide in plain sight. Unsaid was that Axel had a real reason to want to see see Carl dead. When a man as skilled and as ruthless as Axel is hired to do a job, he puts the full weight of those skills into making sure the job is done right. Carl Baker was was foolish to trifle with a man like Axel by holding out on his end of the bargain. Perhaps the heroin was clouding his judgment. Carl owed Axel a half a million dollars for services rendered, and hmm. it was soon be- and it soon became clear that he was next to get in the back. That he was the next to get it in, get it in the back. But but that was only half his incentive for revenge. Axel was also disgusted by the way that Carl treated Felicity. If Carl was out of his, out of the way, then Axel could move in on both his wife and his turf. Felicity was already smitten by Axel, and in in her usual drunken stupor, she unwillingly helped Axel destroy the tape evidence. Little did Axel know that it would also be his hermospermia and Abby's eagle eye of noticing the little bottle of tetracin in Axel's desk drawer. That would be the last clue there. Yep. Um, Well, we already kind of knew that he was going to be the drug run. Uh, A telltale symptom of tetracycline? I'll call it that. Tetracycline usage. Don't worry, it's not contagious. Just the meds, said Axel. This tied Axel to his affair with Felicity, the second piece of his motive. Under more intensive questioning, the full truth comes out. When Axel found out Carl found Carl's bed on the floor of his house due to Stab's punch in the jaw, Axel used the opportunity to inject an overdose of heroin between Carl's toes so as to make it look like Carl's own fault, or perhaps even suicide. One thing that Axel does not anticipate was just how good NCIS is at figuring these things out. Or not. Or not us. Okay, hmm. I want to see the thing about his wife. Where is yeah. his wife? It gives Here other explanations about the characters. Yeah, okay. Carl's heroin habit meant that he was of no use anymore to his wife, Felicity Baker, so she turned to Axel Gar and started an affair. Felicity was in, no such, was in such an alcoholic stupor most of the time. She naively thought it was no big deal when Axel asked her to bring him the original DVR. T- VDR. VDR. Video. I'm lost. 
don't know. Tape from the security cameras and replace it with a new one. Mm-hmm. Anyone else you're confused about? No. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Because, yeah. Oh, well. And I was the one who eliminated him. <laughs> oh, well. I just, that's the one thing I don't understand. Like, you made a good point about the money. Like, why right. would you kill someone that owes you money? But I guess if he knew he was probably never going to get paid, it wasn't worth it. Right. So. <sighs> oh, well. We tried. And with that, I think we're going to have to cut it off because we need to go eat dinner. And we've been running for about an hour now. So Very long time, yeah. Yeah. It's probably the longest podcast yet. Oh, for sure, yeah. For it sure. Is the I think the longest podcast. one we did before this was like maybe 50 minutes. I think it was like 47, 49 yeah, minutes. Still. Like that. With that, we're going to bid you adieu. So listen, have a good time listening to the NTS intro music as we do it for our outro. Dun. I don't actually remember how it goes, if I'm being honest. <laughs> we'll just play it in the background. We'll play it in the background. We'll add it on later. Yeah. Anyway. Alrighty. Well, thanks for sticking through if you did. If you did. <laughs> if you've made it this far, Congratulations. Congrats. You need a round of applause. You deserve a lot more than a round of applause. Listening to us drone out for <laughs> Nothing. N-C-I-S. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, if you guys liked this, I mean... We can play more games if you want. We can play more games. I'm not sure how well it would go. But, like, if you want, we oh, can yeah, play more. I'll put, like, a comment thing on Spotify, yeah, yeah, and you yeah, can yeah, comment yeah. if you want us to do more games. If not, totally understandable. You can just say no. Actually, you should probably make it a poll. Like, yeah. should we do more? Should we not do more? Good idea. All that jazz. Also, just as a notice, um, we... I will not be here for about five weeks <laughs> due to camp and we'll probably pre-record stuff, a couple episodes we'll pre-record some but uh uploading will be a lot slower then just yeah. so you know I think. not that it hasn't been slow <laughs> a lot slower than even usual. worse yeah. it will become right. worse sorry guys well thanks for listening and hope yeah. you enjoyed watch ncis have it's a very great good. day night or whatever else whatever other time, time of day, day it is for know. you <laughs> all right bye bye oh and guys on a side note clapper clapper um <laughs> we actually discovered due to certain permissions and legal copyrights, and legal copyrights legality we actually cannot play the ncs theme song for whatever reason we decided to stick with it on the safe side and not yeah. do that so you'll hear our normal outro sorry and also another side note we did after we did the whole thing we were like who actually was the drug dealer and we thought maybe you guys were wondering the same thing and i was right it was Polly. It was Polly. It was gosh dang Polly. We still don't know how the drugs there were being smuggled, but... Yeah. Well, my assumption is that when she would, like, go onto base, she would sell them out, like, on the base to the guy. Right. Which sounds really dumb, because why would you go onto a military base... To sell to drugs. To sell drugs. Like, that just seems like a poor decision making on her behalf. But you know what? She can, yeah. She's kind of just a. She weird... can do whatever she wants, I guess. Yeah. As long as it's not illegal, and this was illegal, so she got arrested. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. Thanks, guys. Goodbye. <laughs>